This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And then, and then I toast around about 35 pieces of bread, <laughs> which is the bit that bothers me. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, and Nunez saves. Look out, follows in, and Nunez saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Still the only Watford FC podcast immortalised in a subway in Watford. My name is Justin. And I'm Carl. So, mate, we haven't spoken just you and I for a while. It's been a while, you know, we've uh, we've done a few Twitter spaces and uh, we spoke to Mr. Ronnie Rosenthal. We yep. spoke to Robbie Lyle as well of AFTV. But uh, yesterday we played Arsenal. It was one of those games that I wasn't expecting to win. You know, obviously we didn't win it. But towards the end of the game, you and I are having a bit of a discussion. I think probably we need to do it here actually and get it out there because it was it was quite it was interesting to see that we had a bit of a difference of opinion I think we are allowed I know but this but but this this obviously we are but it was interesting to see the gaps one thing that did come out of the Twitter spaces was someone said that when we spoke about the Potsos recently you were very much Potsos in are you are you mad uh, about wanting the Potsos out? And then yesterday you kind of were calling out the the higher echelons of the management structure mm. at Watford. So let's let me just roll back. So yesterday I said to you, there's not one player on that pitch that I would be sad to see go. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anyone there. And I, I I used the analogy of let's fast forward to 2042 and we're still doing this podcast. If we're not doing it, someone else is doing something similar. I know I can I'm tell. Still alive? I'll... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's twenty years time. I hope so. Yeah, we're watching watching Watford. I think your life expectancy well, is, it does is drop. Oh, it definitely drops. Shortened. Absolutely yeah. right. Okay. So all right, but let's just say there's some sort of uh, unofficial Watford fan thing 
that is still yeah. going in 20 years' time. And they're looking around for, not legends, you know, we don't always get what I would call a legend, but we do get players that we've enjoyed watching play or we feel have contributed to the team or whatever on our podcast. And I said to you, or I say to you, which of the current team in 20 years' time would you be bothered to try to get on something like our podcast to talk to? I can't think of any that are that interesting, that special, or or really that would have any kind of story to tell that would be worth listening to. So that's where I kind of started with that. So now that you've untangled your headphones, thank you. <laughs> I was filling there. <laughs> I was deliberately filling. So let's start with that. Which of those players, or to put it another way, which of our current crop of players would be worthy of adding to the mural in the subway? None. There's none, is there? No, not adding, no. No, There's none. But, There's... but the, the conversation, and it's this conversation will be available on the vlog um, as soon as I upload it. Live. Um, you can watch it happening live in front of your yeah, eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So your your points are are massively valid. I, I, I give you. And you know, we said yesterday, what players would would you miss? I mean, I'm purely thinking from, and my answer yesterday was purely based on the fact that we're going to be playing in the championship next season. I'm, I'm almost adamant of that. Yes. Um, so, there, so there is a lot of deadwood at the club. Premier and, and League so I, deadwood. And, and these were players that were largely brought in at the beginning of the season as well. Mm, largely. Re- okay. Because because recruitment has been beyond a joke, beyond woeful. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's abysmal. Yeah. The, the business that we've done abysmal and and there's probably only two or three players that I could probably name to you now that I would I would want to take into the championship and again we, we, we come back to it what's the plan for next season where you know what well what's what does it look like that brings us on to a a different point which I'm hoping we can cover in a minute because we don't know the plan and we don't know what's what is there any other players that you think couldn't live without next season in that current squad? Oh, live without? I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I'd, I'd certainly hope that João Pedro would stay. I think um, you're right with João Pedro. I'd also hope Cucho Hernandez would stay. I think you're right with Cucho. I think as well. it, I think in the championship it adds something to us. But having said um, that, if someone came in and waved a massive check for thirty million pounds for João Pedro, you take it. You take it. So you could live without João Pedro if the price was right. Effectively, I could live with. I could live with out half that. Well, the majority of that squad, if the price was right. But yeah. we've got. You know, when you look at that squad, it's it's an aging squad now. With with what it, we've got, it is yeah going on in us. You know, look at the look at the defense. All this season, there's players that we we looked at uh, during that that season where we got promoted. You know, Sierra Elta hasn't had a sniff this season for That's whatever true. reason. That's true. Yeah. Um, but a player that had loads of potential in the in the championship, and it, I think it's kind of those those players that you. Watford have to build for the future. They have to build something there. And currently, they are just papering over cracks, hmm. from, from what I can see with uh, the players that they've brought in. So that's, um, that's going to mean a change in recruitment policy then, because buying Danny Rose mm. or... Well, I mean, look, look at that. How embarrassing is that? It's very embarrassing. Who's, whose idea was that? Someone made the decision to sign him, but, and, you know... And that's, that's my point. That, that's why I said to you yesterday, do you know what? When we had that um, that Twitter, and, and the chap was on last night, wasn't he? The, the, the guy that um, sort of first mentioned about the Potsos going. Um, yeah, name, yeah. Uncle Ron. His name escapes me, yeah. But, but a, a valid point. And at, the, at the time, I was very much, no, 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 you can't be... You, you can't be just going in and, and asking the owners to to go. I mean, I know there's the, the whole debt and all that side. That's another that's another podcast, I think. But yeah, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm very much aware that the current model, the current system, for me, has now been found out um, is is not working, and something's got to change. You know, I'm not calling. For, I'm not standing outside. I'm not that person. I'm not going. The potsos have to go. Ugh. But what I would ask is that they look at they look at their model. They look at what that is. You know, trying to build for the future. Trying to actually give that club some stability. Because there's a there's a very very and you you touched on it yesterday there's a very very strong chance that we're going to be playing mid table football in the championship next season with with what with, well with that if you don't change your policy and recruitment you are because yeah. I can't see what I said to you I think was that they won't change what they do so no, they, they they do what they do they they hire. Head, head coaches, managers, whatever, wait until results aren't very good, kick them out and bring another one in. And I said to you, well, I think I, I think the point I was trying to make at the time was, if I was a player that was on thousands and thousands of pounds a week, and I knew I was going to get that money anyway, regardless, okay? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I might get a win bonus or a goal bonus. Don't suppose many of those have been paid this season. Um, but <laughs> if I knew I was going to get these things as well, I wouldn't really give... A monkeys about what who who the manager was and what he was saying huh. because and you sh- and you shouldn't I wouldn't so so but how is that ever going to be fixed how will we ever fix that there, there's two ways of looking at it and and this was I think the debate that we got into yesterday was you know you were very much it, it's the players' responsibility which I agree with I'm not disagreeing they're with the that, ones on the pitch on a Saturday or of a course Sunday that are, yeah. yeah of course and 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 they're professionals and they should be given 110 percent clearly that's not happening I get I get all that but th- this conversation hasn't been hasn't come about over one game it's it's come over a, a, this season maybe even a little bit last season the the policies are all wrong who is allowing for this to happen who keeps allowing for for management for the managers and the and then that side of it to just keep rolling out the doors you know whoever's allowing that is responsible as far as i'm concerned now as a player as you just said if you think if you don't get on well with that manager you just down tools because it doesn't matter because they're going to get sacked. Yeah. And inevitability suggests that they're going to get sacked. So yeah. you, you don't need to put the effort in, you know, and it's wrong. And I, I, and I get all that, but until they change the overall structure and the way that they run that club, we, we, we very much in, in a, in a, in a, sandwich and we're all having to take a massive bite of that at the moment the way maybe that you can help that is to have a leader on the pitch mm-hmm. um which obviously we no longer have now obviously for all his faults you know troy deeney is a legend i don't care what anybody says yeah. he's a legend of I that agree. club okay he, he, he did a yeah. lot for the club both on and off the pitch and last season it was largely off the pitch but he could still feel his his grip on the team if you like in terms of geeing him up and being a leader yeah. and a talisman or or whatever it's clear to me we haven't got one of those anymore we've got a captain but he's not Troy Deeney or he's not taking that Troy Deeney role if you like whilst you've got that there's no team spirit in that team that I can see there doesn't seem to be any togetherness they're playing as individuals and that will always be while this model exists of Mm -hmm. kick the manager out yeah you know it's that and that's that's the way it's going to go so I don't think they're going to change their model I think that is their model that's what they do and they'll live or die by that, which which kind of brings me on to the second point, which is how can we interrogate that? How can we ask them, why are you doing this? Is this always going to be the way? And that brings yep. me on to the fans forum that is desperately needed at that yep. club. So for any younger listeners, we do know our statistics and we do know that most of our listeners are over 40. Um, but for any younger listeners, the idea was thus in one of the rooms 
at the stadium on a given night, there would be the owner or the chairman, the manager and the captain, and an invited group of fans or shareholders that were able to ask questions of the three at the top. That's how it always used to work. And for those who couldn't go, it was broadcast on local radio. So you could listen in and hear what was going on. Now, we haven't had one of those for a very long time that I can remember. I certainly don't remember being invited to one or hearing one on the radio. Now, obviously, I think we desperately need one of those. Because I think that would allay a lot of these fears of of what's going on at the moment. Instead of this sort of wall of silence and this terrible official club communications, which... No one believes. I mean, it's just getting worse now. We we were using the word propaganda last year, but it's just getting ridiculous now that the club comms. It's it's like a siege mentality up there. So I, I think there should be a fans forum now. You and I have reached out and offered to do something a little bit different in that we would do like a, a podcast with punters' questions. That that hasn't been forthcoming in uh, being uh, being answered or... or well, we've had the chat. We've, we've had, had the we, chat. We've put, it, we've put it across and we've spoken to the, the relevant to the people person. that you yeah know, the relevant people person that that's you know in charge of that and it's um yeah like, as you say it, it, it's kind of fallen on deaf ears a little bit at the moment yeah but i think one of those is desperately needed and not one of these virtual ones like they had last time where the the questions were quite clearly filtered or no, filtered. written by spin doctors yeah. and uh we were asking ivich his favorite elton john song or whatever i mean we just we just don't need that we need a proper fans forum but are you now getting to the point where you're questioning the top brass at the club and you're mm. wanting a change is that is that where we were I, going with that eventually or I, I want them to change their stance on how they run the club and and back someone and, and not have this current mentality that they've got but as as we've said I can't have my cake and eat it because that's not gonna that's not gonna happen mm. so for me if, if if they can't change their ways and change it the way that they run the club then yeah you know, I, I wouldn't shed a tear if, if somebody else come in. And I know people are going to say, well, you be careful what you wish for. I get mm. that. But, you know, do, how long do we go on this road for? How long do we keep keep up this <clears throat> facade, which is what it's become now? You know, look at the, look at yesterday when uh, Loser got substituted, the reaction. When have you heard that? No, before? I've never heard a substitution being booed. But then, but then to make it worse and to compound it, he's called out the fans. He's called us out, yeah. What he's is he thinking? Out. So maybe, maybe you could pay some of my money back when I travel all over the country and, you know, I wouldn't feel so bad about it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I just think that was a very big mistake on his part there. And years ago, when Mr. Taylor did the same thing, he came out the following week with a big sign that said, I'm sorry on it. Don't think Roy's going to do that somehow. I think he's... I don't even think he knows he's made a mistake, to be honest. No, I don't think he cares, mate, if no, I'm honest. I don't think he cares either. You know, we've, we've actually got a situation where we were talking about the players, you know, not caring. Mm. It doesn't matter what happens. We've actually got a situation where it doesn't really matter what the manager, what happens with the manager. It doesn't matter if the, if the results well, he's are only been, because Exactly. He's only been bought in on a short-term contract, hasn't he? So he's only he there gets, to the end of the season. He, he gets paid either way, even mm. if we sack him. He gets paid. Professional so, pride, you would think he would try and win. You would hope. And I think he you is. Let's, let's be honest. The first clean sheet has fallen under Roy. And yeah. we've had two of those or three of those. I can't remember. I think it's three. And, you know, there were signs yesterday that were, were good. There's a lot of people talking about Arsenal's third goal where Arteta threw mm. the ball. Arteta threw the ball, yeah. Which is not on. But, of course, those sort of things always go against smaller clubs and, and always go for bigger clubs. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was a... It looks a bit closer than it was that game with the three-two scoreline because yeah, then it's a because I'll be honest, on another day could have been four or five to them. 
yeah. you know, with the opportunities that they, that they had. Yeah, Hernandez' goal was a bit special, wasn't it? That was a that was lovely, goal. wasn't it? Lovely to see that. So yeah, I just there were sort of quite um, forthright views on that video. Might have been the uh, might have been the beer talking. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you'd had a couple as well. I had had a couple as well, yeah. Yeah, so it might be the beers talking. But yeah, it was quite interesting to see how it was developing because I, I, I maintain that none of those players will ever be remembered as anything special. They just won't, you know. Yeah. They're a Premier League team. If you look back at the Premier League teams previously, I did a blog piece about it today. In 1999, very good. Very good. Thank you. It is available on our Twitter and elsewhere. 99-2000, yeah, we, we probably achieved the same amount of points in the Premier League as we're going to hit mm. this season, right? Mm-hmm. But I can name that team from 1 to 11 fairly easily, right? And the same thing with um, the Boothroyd uh, promotion. There was players in there that you will never forget, Jay Demerit and these guys that were playing for us. Absolutely fantastic. To a, a, a slightly lesser extent, of course, the previous Premier League uh, campaign to the one we're in now, we had your Delefeos and we had your Decores and, you know, those guys. This lot, are we really going to be talking about Emmanuel Dennis in two, three, four, 25 years' time? I don't think we will. Don't think we will because I don't think he'll be here next season no matter what happens. Mm. You know, he's. But even he's the one season he's had with us, will we be thinking about no. Emmanuel Dennis? No, you know, look, he's, he's a frustrating partner player isn't he I mean he has look he's he scored goals this season you can't deny that but he is he is very frustrating that whole forward line you know at, at times are, are frustrating but you know it was, it was nice to see Kucho start that was a yeah I think that a is a shining good. light yeah I, I agree I agree and I think he he will be one next season that he could yeah. tear up the championship we are we are we we have to keep hold of him we have to yeah um you know, and and, and to a, an extent, Jao Pedro as well, because he, he's done the championship once. So, yeah, you know, you look at the, uh, I don't know, you know, when you start looking at depth for the squad, mm. you know, where, where, where you can you pick, like you've just mentioned there, that Delefeu, Pereira and, you know, those sort of players. You could pick a second team that was still... Yeah, you could. Fairly strong. You absolutely but, could, yeah. But now, take take away, you know, look, look we, we missed Saar massively yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Um, but do we miss Saar? Because Saar, I think, is a... Peter's um, mentioned this before, and I, I think he's right. He's a player of moments. Moments, So yeah. he'll have two or three moments in a match, but he's not consistently bombing down the line. A ball isn't coming from Kiko. He's not taking it from the halfway line to the byline and crossing it and someone's getting their head on it. That's just not yeah, happening with him. He, he's very much... He's a very one-dimensional sort of player, you know, as such. He, he tries to get in behind and use his, use his pace. Mm. It would... Uh, when he gets latter stages of his career, what's he going to kind of bring? It would, would be my question. Well, because that's really all he's got. Is that will never, pace. yeah, that will never be our problem. But I no. think, I think that you know, he's the sort of player that will get snapped up, nurtured, and developed, and will end up being a, a, a very, very good player. But it's never going to happen mm. while he's with us. And no. uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just feel a little bit cheated this season, to be honest. You know, so much was promised, and so little so far has been delivered. Are you consigned to relegation or do you think we might still have a chance? No, no I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think we're done as well. I think we're done. You know, and it, it, it's, that's not based on the on the, the last uh, performance because actually, in general, it wasn't It wasn't a bad, bad performance. We, no, we've no, no, seen no. far worse. But mm. I just, I, I think when you, I'm looking at the teams in and around us and mm. you can just see all of them picking up points somewhere along the line mm. and the, the way we're playing I don't know if it's because we're, we watch it week in and week out you can't see us keeping many clean sheets 
before the end of the season, mm. one or two maybe, and you can't see us scoring a load of goals. No, no. You know, and, well, we and our home far. form, no. yeah, and our home form is dreadful. It you is know, dreadful. Beyond, and if we can't keep the Vic tight in the sense of nicking points there, mm. then I, you know, I really do think the writing's on the wall for for me. We do have two away games this week, which yeah. I didn't realise we were playing Wolves on Thursday. So we're playing Wolves on Thursday and Southampton mm-hmm. on Sunday. Sunday, now, yeah. Those could be winnable games. Yeah. They could be winnable games. But, again, you just you wouldn't want to put a bet on it, would you? Because it's just, you just, it's just not... It's, it, it, it's typical of us. Southampton have got an absolute spanking at the weekend against um, Aston Villa. Hmm. Wolves lost to Crystal Palace. So both those teams, Wolves are pushing for, for the top four place. Are they? You know, yeah, they're, they're right realize. up there. Okay. So, so they're going to be right at it at home against mm. us. Mm. Um, and then Southampton, again, are, are going to be right up it because of the last performance that they've had. So we, we, we go into two games with, with two very cross sides and they'll be looking for, they'll be looking for blood, I'm afraid, but yeah. look, you never know. It, it's, it's such a Watford thing to, to go and, win those two games personally you know I've got to the point now this season where I'm I'm not done with it I don't want to say I'm done but I'm, I'm certainly um, you know resided to the fact that we are I think be a champ- yeah. championship side next season yeah I think it hurts less and less doesn't it mm. it does hurt yeah, less because and less. you kind of go well yeah that that Wolverhampton Wanderers game in 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 September I mm. walked away from that thinking what, how have we done this and it really yeah. kind of ruined my weekend you know, as time goes on, even the, the the games over Christmas, West Ham, Spurs, didn't really ruin my Christmas. <laughs> it, it just genuinely didn't. And and even yesterday, I, I didn't walk away sort of wanting to go and kick a bin on the way out. I just thought, well, it's, it's Arsenal, we lost 3-2 and, you know, whatever. So it, it just hurts less and less. And the, the trouble with that is that, like you just said, it's almost like you don't care. And that's not good, really, because, it, I mean, the, the lack of atmosphere yesterday was noticeable. We could hear a bloody it, pin drop halfway through it, that it's game. Ga- it's Gallo's humour, I, I find now. You yeah. know, when you speak to, to other Watford fans, it's very much, well, well you know, yeah. we're down, you know, that's that sort of thing, which is unlike us. You know, yeah, we've always much. had an edge of sarcasm or yeah. an edge of yeah. maybe, you know, self-deprecation. But now, like you say, it's Gallo's humour, which is Gallo's not humor. good at all. It's not good. <laughs> it's really not good, no. <laughs> With the holidays quickly approaching, you know you've got a lot of people to gift. But there's no need to stress because Nike can help you find everything they'll want. Whether you're shopping for family and friends, kids and coworkers, or whoever, no matter how many workout warriors, rookie parents, or yoga legging lovers you need gifts for, Nike knows exactly what they'll want and they'll help you find it. Secure the greatest gifts for everyone on your list at your local Nike store. Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. This is Robbie from AFTV and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. And I can confirm 
It's brilliant. So, mate, I've got uh, a new section to uh, this podcast. I I haven't actually given it a name yet. I think I'm going to call it 60 Second Carl, unless anybody else can come up with a better title than that. Yeah, we we should allow the the good listeners of the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast to have a a punt at naming this section, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. This is interesting. I'm going to give you 60 seconds to name as many Watford players that have scored for Watford in the Premier League. Now, bear in mind that we've had three stints in the Premier League. Okay. All right? Okay. So it's not just now. It's not just the last five years. It's when we went up under Graham Taylor and when we went up under Brufroyd, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? Your 60 seconds, my friend, starts now. Tommy Mooney, Howard uh, Buatza, Marlon King, Jay Demerit. uh, Oh, God, this is hard. Paul Robinson, I think. Um, Micah Hyde. Uh, I haven't got to Alman Abdi. Oh dear, this is hard. Troy Deeney. Um, oh, Dennis. God, this is really hard. Sar. Um, oh, who else? There's loads. There's got to be loads. Um, Andre Gray. Um, oh, this is really rubbish. Who else has scored for us? There's got to be so many. Mark Williams. Oh, Mark I'm Williams. <laughs> You're clutching the straws. Um, there. You got ten seconds. Neil, Neil Cox. Um, oh, mate, this is so, that's tough. Um, I don't know how many I've got. And your time's up. And I'm done. That your time is up. I went to jelly on that, didn't I? You did. Now, the trouble is, I'm going to have to listen back to that to know how many you got right. Um, Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the entire list because there's quite a few names on here, and he did actually get a few right. Um, I'll be honest with you. So are you ready? I'm going to try and do this fairly swiftly because there's a lot of names on here. These are Premier League scorers for Watford all time. And this is actually in the list of how many they scored as well. I did not get Alan Smart. I've just thought Alan Smart. Alan Smart will be on there, yeah. Right, okay. Here we go. Troy Deeney, Abdullah Decore, Odion Igalo. Oh, how have I missed that? Yeah. Roberto Pereira. How have I missed that? Gerard Delefeu. How have I missed that? Andre Gray. Got him. Ismail Assar. Yeah. Etienne Capu. How many goals do you reckon Etienne Capu got for Watford in the Premier League? Eight. Nine. Ooh. Emmanuel Dennis. Here's yeah. one that you missed. Or did you? Haida Helgeson. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> Daryl Yammat, Jose Holabas, Will Hughes, Alan oh. Smart, Joshua King, Michel Ngongi. Ngongi, my lord. Yeah. yeah. Stefano Akaka. Oh, God, against Man United, yeah. Richarlison. Oh, I've had a mare. Hammer Boatsa, you got. I got him. Now, he only, he only scored five, but you yeah. you missed sort of Jose Holabas. Mind you, he only got five as well. Uh, Marlon King. Got him. Listen to this. Damien Francis. Do you remember him? Go on. Yeah, go on, Damien. That was under Boothroyd, wasn't it? It was, yeah. He got, yeah. he got four Premier League goals for Watford. Uh, Christian Cabaselli, Craig Cathcart, Micah Hyde, Richard Johnson, Sebastian Prudle got three, which is wow. the same amount as Darius Henderson, Tom Cleverley, Tommy Smith, Tommy Mooney, Jay Demerit, Ben Watson, Xavier Gravelaine, Tamas Priskin. There he is. Uh, right, mate. Same amount of goals. Alman Abdi, uh, Eunice Kabul, Cucho Hernandez, Gel Pedro, Danny Welbeck, Craig Dawson. He got two, apparently. Uh, Isaac Success, Kiko Feminia. I oh, know. 
Miguel Britos, Umbainiang got two. Mark Williams, there you go. He got one. He's in there. There, there he in. is. He's in there. <laughs> uh, Darren Ward, Uri Kutska, Nordin Wuta. Oh, Wuta. Nordin. oh God. He's Peter so Kennedy. Peter Kennedy scored the very first ever Premier League goal for Watford. Against yeah, Wimbledon. Yeah, penalty, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Musa Sissoko, Robert Page, Dominic Foley. He got Did one. he score in the Premier League? He got one, apparently, yeah. Uh, oh. David Perpetuini, do you remember him? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Douglas Rinaldi, there's a name. Uh, Andre Carrillo. Who is Mola Wagyu? <laughs> Mola Wagyu? Never heard of him. <laughs> but apparently Mola Wagyu has scored one. Uh, Miguel Layoun. Uh, yeah. Nathan Ake. Oh, he scored at Everton. Yeah, he did. He did, yeah. Nathan oh. Ake, he scored against Liverpool, didn't he? Liverpool, yeah, and that 3-0, yeah. Yeah, Ken Semmer. We're nearly at the yeah. end of this list now. Ken Semmer? Yeah, one, apparently. Domingos Kina. Uh, one, Camilio Zuniga. That was against Man United, wasn't it? Zuniga. Zuniga, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know. So. Gavin Mahon, Daniel Shitu, and Adam Messina. They are all of Watford's Premier League goal scorers. So I think you did yeah. quite well there. I'll um, listen back through the edit and give you a score. If I got 10, I'll be surprised. Well, your score is... 11. Now, you don't know what that score is because I've cut that score in, but you can listen back to the podcast and find I out. I can listen yourself. to that. I, I, I will be a punter and listen. That's You're going to be a punter and listen. Okay. So, yeah, some interesting names on there. How did you miss Igalo? I went to pop there, mate. You did. Yeah, the, pr- the pressure got to you. <laughs> the pressure got to you, didn't it? Well, anyway, there we go. So um, I'll, I'll try and uh, bring something else similar to that at some point in the section that I'm now calling 60 Second Carlos because I can't think of anything else to call it. But um, it might not all be Watford-based, by the way. I might I might mix it up and we might do some other some other bits and pieces there. So there we go. A new, a new section to the podcast. This is Ronnie Rosenthal speaking, and you are listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. So are you going to... Wolves or Southampton? I'm going to Southampton. Not doing Wolves because I'm not doing Wolves. But yeah, <laughs> you don't have to give a reason. It's I'm, fine. You're not doing no, Wolves. No, no. I'm um, yeah. I'm doing Southampton though. Um, I do. I do like that trip. My daughter's down there at university, so it is a, a good chance to see her and uh, yeah, and catch the football as well. So yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that game. I've got to be honest. Cool. You staying over? Oh yeah. Coming back. I think we are. I think oh, we are. Nice. That's the plan. Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, good luck on your journey on. Sunday, isn't it? It's on yeah, Sunday, Sunday I think. yeah. Yeah. Who's cooking down at the uh, down at the gate Sunday then? Who's going to be doing my dinner? If I, I want a camembert, I, I deliberately want to come down and order a camembert when you're there. I, I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I am going to do that one day, though. Um, yeah. So do you make a nice camembert though? Just just so you know. Do you make a nice camembert though? I make a lovely camembert. Yeah. Even though you. Yeah. Don't like making them. You, you... I, I don't like making it because it's a faff. That's the only reason I don't like making it. Is it? Is it not just a case of taking it out of the wooden box, putting it under a grill for fifteen minutes, and then taking it out? There's a little bit more to it than that. Is there? It's yeah. It's well. This it's is the sort the... of stuff that the listeners need to know. So, how do you make the, the perfect camembert. camembert? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, out of the wooden box. In uh, I put it in a pie dish. Oh, do you? That's sound, okay. Yeah, because okay. It, it allows it to. Um, That's a technical I, I term, put, is it? Yeah, I put some red on, red onion chutney on it as well. While it's um, cooking, and then I, yes, while oh, it's cooking, okay. and then and then I toast around about thirty five pieces of bread, <laughs> which is the bit that bothers me. That's a lot for one camembert, isn't it? Yeah, it's not thirty five. I'm 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 being I'm being over over dramatic with that, but it's, so it's about it's uh, the toast. Fact, how many pieces of bread come with a camembert? Ten. Ten. Ten pieces of bread. How big is this camembert? 
It's like it's twelve inches. It's, it's like it's a pretty. Pizza. It's a. It's a big old. Is it? It's oh, a big I'm old boy. Have to order that now. Yeah, order it uh, Monday to Saturday. No, everybody. When this it, is everybody. Head down to the gate on a Sunday, and uh, that's in Northwood. Yeah, yeah this Sunday. Not I'm this not Sunday. There. Not any other Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> head down to the gate when you know Cole's in the kitchen, and order camembert. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll do that as well, mate, so that I can see Great. everybody enjoying their cheesy delights. I look forward to it. <laughs> he looks well fed up. <laughs> Time to go before you kill me. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch up soon, mate. And uh, Yes, mate. Make sure you tune in to our Twitter spaces, which are live after a game. We're going to do one after Wolves? I think we, we should. Yeah, yeah we, we should do, I think. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be um, um, streaming the game legally, I mean. Will you? Um, okay. No. <laughs> uh, have you seen Hez Goals gone, by the way? Has it? Yeah. Big news. Hez Goals gone. Didn't know that. Or they, they, they sent out a thing saying that they're no longer going to be streaming Premier League games. Uh, oh, okay. I saw on social media. Um, oh, dear. So, mm, so you may have to find other ways of... Other means of finding mm. it, yeah. No, yeah, we, we should do that. That'd be good. Uh, and uh, after the uh, Southampton game as well, hopefully, uh, make sure you join in because it's good fun. We, uh, fun. we get quite some, some quite robust views on don't we uh, yes we do we do normally mine to be fair yeah normally yours and then and then there's uh, a couple of guys that like arguing over the finances of the club which is quite interesting yeah to to. that's quite interesting i mean that that's that's a no it's its own podcasting and so on but i always find with those sort of arguments i i like to have facts and figures Me and too. i know the i know the books are going to be available because it's um, it's a public company. limited company. It's a public limited company. company, so they're available. Yeah, yeah. I really need to look at those and have a proper dive down into it before I start, you oh, know, really commenting yeah. on that side of it. But even though I'd probably look at that and go, I still don't really understand what's going. Fully on. Fully understand it. No, yeah. no, I don't fully really so understand. I'm not, I, mean, I don't dabble the, into those conversations. The, I largely the way I look at it, very, just to touch on it very quick before we sign off, is there's a, a 40 million debt hanging over the comp- uh, uh, over the club, um, taken out on the ground. But look at the parachute money, the facts that we're going to sell quite a lot of assets so so forth I would assume that would be written off fairly quickly you know well, could you've be done it now because what you've done now is you've you've, you've alerted the uh, the financial experts that are going to come on and after the yeah. uh, after the Wolves and argue, game and argue, and argue the toss yeah exactly go, you're wrong because of this Carl but you know that's what we like fine. Yeah. that's fine I, I just want just somebody email me the stuff that I need to look at bullet I'll, points I'll, can we have it in bullet points bullet please? points would be excellent because I, I, I work well with them do <laughs> you <laughs> So bullet, <laughs> bullet points is the uh, is the way to do it, and then at least we've got it in front of us, and we can say yes. no, no, That'd sir, you're wrong, sir, or mm. whatever. But yeah, do join us on the Twitter Spaces. Also, uh, check out YouTube channel, which is DNSYE underscore podcast. Probably a lot of AFTV stuff on there. Gonna be. There is, the, yeah. I'm a little bit behind with um, the edit on that, but that will be out tonight for the the, the AFTV special. Yeah, call it. we were asked to go on to AFTV while they were filming at Vicarage Road, and it was good fun. It was good fun. Good nice fun. guys, very very nice guys. Although there was a rather disparaging sticker, which I'm not going to read out, stuck on the toilet door uh, in the home end about AFTV that could only have been put there yesterday. So we obviously yeah. had some gooners. We had lots of gooners because I saw a man being arrested out of the uh, home end um, at just at full time, around about full time. Did you? Because he, he thought it would be a good idea to show everyone after the game that he was an Arsenal fan. Oh, dear. So... Yeah, he he was um, he was being arrested probably to save um, some of his teeth, I would assume. Ah, didn't see this. Okay, right. Okay, um, there was so, plenty. There was plenty of them in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was. But apart from that, we did have quite a good time with uh, Robbie and the guys from AFTV. It was good fun. So check out the vlog when it comes out. D-N-S-Y-E underscore podcast on YouTube. Same on Twitter. I believe same on Instagram. It is, Carlos. Yeah. Are we going to venture into TikTok eventually? I just, I don't I know. I don't know if we're real TikTokers, Justin. Myself and you, I think we're a little bit, you know. I think I a need, little bit, yeah. a little bit beyond me. I need a 17-year-old to sort of do that for us yeah 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 okay maybe we'll park that idea then um and also remember to check out you tv as well our friend peter uh works with us and does some great stuff as well so check him out too uh in the meantime i think it's time to say goodbye mate to be honest so okay until next time this has been nice by the way just you and me the old days you know we don't i like listen. it yeah, i like it's good. It's good i've fun. missed this have you yeah me too me too and I like the way we always strain to other things as well, like camemberts and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good. Um, so, yeah, until next time, uh, see you later on. You owns. You owns. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mother's Day is just around the corner and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu code MOM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.